three, two, one. What's up, guys? I didn't expect to be back for the second day in a row. I mean, I've done podcasts back-to-back, but I wasn't necessarily planning on it. But the best part about it was that I had, like, a lot of time on my hands today because I don't have anything to do today. So I figured, I mean, it's early in the morning. I woke up fresh as daisy. Um, Might as well put out a good show. Start the day off, man. Uh, Yesterday's show was real good. I enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't expect to... uh, actually talk for that long early on about stuff like usually you get right into fight stuff or if you hear other people's shows or you you know mainly if it's like a sports related show or something like along those lines it's like usually talk about highlights and quickly like give you give a little list of what you're going to be talking about or 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 just or just free throw it man i don't i don't think that there's like a a a specific way you need to do something i just like to kind of have somewhat of structure in the beginning but that's the best part about this whole thing man i'm still learning and and thinking of different ways that i can do my show but i kind of just like to free ball it man basically just you know I mean, I have the notes and stuff. Like, I I have a notepad in my phone that I use. And, um, you know, I just go off that. But, you know, I kind of really just freehand the rest. It's not scripted. There's nothing specific. I just, uh, you know, uh, this phone charges fucking fast. I'm watching my... I didn't, I'm watching my Andrew, I was watching, well, I haven't watched the weigh-ins yet, so I was going to watch the weigh-ins, but then I figured I'd just, like, you know, do some, like, live commentary or some shit like that, but I was watching the, this Android phone that I have in front of me charge, it's, like, charging hella fast right, right in front of me, dude, like, went up 2% in the last, like, 2 minutes or some shit like that, or 5 minutes, I'm just watching it slowly, but surely, like, charge up, I mean, this thing will be charged in an hour, but, yeah, I haven't watched the weigh-ins and stuff, so, I mean, I still have to watch those, and, uh, Obviously, like the rest of the uh, UFC embedded and stuff, because tomorrow's fight day, and um, and I said like I never really gave an official prediction, so um, that's kind of what I was gonna do today, and kind of dedicate this one more to talking about the fights, and not like we kind of basically talked about everything that I wanted to talk about in that first thirty minutes of yesterday's podcast. So today I was gonna center it and focus more on UFC two forty two, and also didn't talk about co-main event with Paul Felder and uh, Edson Barbosa, which will be a fantastic fight. Fight of the night for sure, I'm calling it, man. Fight of the night for sure. Both these guys come to fight, and I don't know if you guys ever heard me say it or, or seen a post about it, but I've always said, like, every time I see Paul Felder hit mitts, man, it's just really freaking, uh, it's really freaking, uh, like, scary. It gives me the chills, basically. But, uh, yeah, the weigh-ins the weigh-ins are, um, I haven't watched them yet, um, I mean, for those listening, I mean, I haven't, I'm, like, those listening, just know I was, like, been watching, I was looking at the weigh-ins while we were, uh, while I was talking, but, um, streamed 91 minutes ago, it's kind of weird for the weigh-ins to be at 8.30 in the morning, or, le- it's like, 7.30 in the morning or some shit like that, I'm just hella early and stuff, because it is in Abu Dhabi and the time change is different, but usually, like, around 4, p.m. pacific if you're good with all that shit 4 p.m. pacific basically california time um it would be like around four the way it starts around 4 p.m. not 8 30 in the morning like i don't know how everyone is about that that's pretty this is pretty interesting uh actually <laughs> interesting topic but i don't know how, how are you guys about um like early morning fights and shit, like, dude, I've woken up for a couple, I think the only one I actually legitimately woke up to passionately in the morning 
was USC Macau um, when Kung Lee fought Rich Franklin and ended up knocking him out hella, like, viciously. It ended up being Rich's last fight. Um, I was like, I was bawling. I was like, I just woke up to see this great fight, and boom, I see one of my favorite uh, fighters to follow, and just just one of my overall favorite fighters, one of the best middleweights in the world uh, for a very long time, um, Rich Franklin. So I watched him get knocked out early on in the morning, and, like, I mean, ever since then, I haven't really... I mean, it's not because that that happened. It's just the fact that I like to sleep in the morning, man. All these early... Early early morning fight nights. I don't fucking know, dude. If it was, I wouldn't get any sleep if fights were in the morning all the time like that. Like if I had my days off or if I it, it, and I had to do something in the morning. Like that's my time in the morning. Like I have to be sleeping, man. Like I don't uh, I don't really like early fights. I mean, like the weigh-ins is fine because I'm up on the weekends, but like on the weekdays when I know I need sleep and stuff, I'm not gonna, I, I mean, if fights were on, dude, I wouldn't be able to, like, I'll just wait till the next day or something, dude. But like, luckily all the main fights, 99% of the fights that we watch, um, all are later on in the day and, you know, we can get comfortable. You don't have to be tired. Uh, if you're watching them with friends, you can watch them with friends. Um, I'm obviously going to watch UFC 242 alone. It's all good. Because I don't really even like to watch fights with people, to be honest. Because, like, people are stupid. And, and I honestly, the reason is because ignorant casuals. Ignorant casuals in real life uh, don't know what they're talking about when I'm watching, when they're watching fights. And I, I just don't like, to, I like to enjoy fights. I like to break it down, I like to enjoy every aspect, I like to hear the commentary, I don't like hearing people be ignorant and shout or, or talk about things that they don't even, don't even know what they're talking about, and, um, you know, I just don't like ignorant fight fans, so, that was kind of the, that was a long ass time ago, I've, I've known about, I've known about all these dumbass, ignorant, casual fight fans for hell along, I just dealt with them in person, but now, in this day and age, because, you know, 10 years, 11, uh, 10, 9, 8, 7 years ago, there wasn't, like, this much social media usage, and this much publicity about when it comes to UFC like well on social media on the biggest stages I mean there was social media and stuff but there wasn't it wasn't on a big scale like it is now with all the MMA coverage all the stuff with ESPN all this different all these different things nowadays versus the modern days of UFC and MMA so nowadays it, it, everything's going to be covered more so i mean like i've known about these casuals man the, these people are nothing new to me so like if you watch my feed or you you watch people reply to ignorant tweets or are you see me reply you don't ever see me reply that's the thing if, if, if i reply it, it's usually to something that's not ignorant and and just me talking voicing my opinions you don't ever see me dealing with trolls that mute button ever since that mute button was uh created I wanted to, like, I was, like, fucking happy, dude. Oh, mute. Oh, you want to say some dumb shit? Okay, here, mute. I don't think anybody deserves the pleasure of having me even reply, man. It's, if they're trolls. They have 51 followers. I'm good, man. If you don't have more than 1,000 followers, don't talk to me. <laughs>
on this guy. I mean, I'm not being ignorant or nothing like that. I mean, there's cool-ass people with loads amount of followers. If anything, the people with the lower amount of followers are the ones that are the most realist. So I really don't care. But those trolls really don't bug me, man. I just block, block, mute. It's not that I'm scared. It's not that I don't want to engage. I'm just, I'm not going to get on the internet and dedicate my time to people who are in their mom's basement or don't have anything better to do other than get on the internet and look at negative shit. Like, literally, I would literally click over, go to their account, go to their Twitter page, our Instagram page, and I look or look at all the shit that they're posting about, and I can kind of get the gist and get the vibes that this these these people are just like this and stuff like that too. Oh, the weigh-ins, the weigh-ins are on. I don't know. I'm not gonna watch like the whole weigh-ins and shit. I just want to see like the top two uh, weigh-ins. So I'm just gonna like, skip on over to. Can we? We can't even. I mean, I don't know why Joe's so Joe's uh Joe Rogan so like scared about getting kicked off youtube and shit but i'm not like it's like it's so i mean i don't i don't know like the reason why i say that is because i was playing i was kind of playing a little loud but i don't think i don't i don't think i'm gonna generate that because i'm talking over it and i'm actually talking into the mic and it's like super loud but yeah paul felder looks good man he's coming in this is this fight's gonna be different but what what's gonna be different about the fight with edson and paul this time around is Edson also evolving. I heard Paul say something early or, or earlier this week or on one of the embeddeds that, you know, he's evolved, but Edson's kind of stayed the same. But, you know, he also is training at American Top Team now. But evolution-wise, I, mean, I do think that Paul has always had phenomenal skills. I mean, he's getting better. But, you know, also Edson also getting better. So both of these guys, as we know, are at different spots in their careers. They're both getting better. Edson's kind of been... You know, a little bit of up and down in his last few fights. Um, Paul, obviously, coming off of a win. I, I thought he looked good against James Vick. Obviously, he didn't knock James out. But, you know, better safe than sorry. He still put on a good clinic. I know it was a fun fight. I mean, obviously, I thought it was a tech, good technical performance. I just enjoyed seeing him come back um, after his after his last injury. And it was just exciting to see him come back. So um, I'm excited for this one, man. Edson, Edson uh, obviously has a chance to, once again, prove that the first fight was no fluke. Obviously, we've seen that groin kick. I forgot that it was that hard. I was looking at that shit. I looked. I watched the replay. I kept replaying it. I was like, "Fall!" Oh no, it was like a. I don't know if it was like a gif or something or a gif. How do you say it? Gif or gif? But I was looking at the gif, um, and it, it that kick, a spinning back kick to the groin. I'm surprised he was. He wasn't pissing blood. So him pissing blood was no surprise, dude. That sounded like, that looked like it fucking hurt. A, a spinning back kick from one of the hardest, most powerful, lethal kickers in the UFC. But to your nuts, oh, bro, a groin strike. Oh, that's, that's, uh, that's got to fucking suck. So that's crazy. Um, not necessarily don't know how big of a factor that was in the fight. It was a close fight, but uh, I think obviously this time around, Paul has done his homework and has obviously gained so much more experience, so much knowledge. I mean, being the being a commentator, you kind of get a better view of what's going on, watching, seeing what you're you're breaking down what you're seeing in the cage for people who don't see it. So I mean, that's got to be some sort of form of learning too, and um. That's something I really like, too, that the UFC has put commentators, former fighters or current fighters, um, as 
commentators for the UFC. I mean, I love John Anik. I love Joe Rogan. Um, John Gooden. I love all the commentators. I like those ones. I like all the fighters. I mean, my, I liked my Goldberg, too, back in the day. I, I really did enjoy it. But, I mean, it's kind of crazy now thinking about the crazy history of the UFC. It's pretty insane, man. They had a lot of big moments. They've called some of the biggest fights in UFC history. Um, and... You know, I, I, it sucked to see him go that way. He kind of just slid underneath the, the rug and was kind of just pushed to the curb. And with the UFC never really saying anything or paying tributes. You guys remember when all that shit was going down. But, you know, I like this new era. I like the I like the different people in the booth. I like the three-man booth. I love it. I love the breakdowns. I, I mean, I love it. The ESPN vibe. I mean, I mean John Anik's amazing. Um, I've guest picked for him on his podcast before, um, and, you know, Joe Rogan is obviously amazing as ever, too, and Joe's, like, the one I pay attention to the most when it comes to analytical, analytical things, like, listening to, to him, uh, and, you know, just, just pretty, this all fucking amazing, like, the commentary is, is part of the fight, it's 50, it's 50 percent of why I'm watching it, 50 percent is to watch fights, if that makes sense, but yeah, Dustin Poirier versus Max, or Dustin Poirier versus, oh, there, I, was, I was watching a little, like, oh, it's the weigh-ins, it's like the, um, the preview before it, this is survival, and you go out there and survive and drive, my commitment, my focus, wow, it's just crazy how, how he was able to put that clinic on Max. It seemed like he had so much fucking power, but Max had a chin on him too, though. When I heard him roar like that, when he said, when he screamed, when he got that belt wrapped around his waist, it was fucking vintage, dude. I'll never forget that moment. I mean, seeing him have a UFC belt. I mean, Dustin Poirier having a UFC belt is amazing, man. Pretty fucking crazy. I'm really, really excited for to see this. I really want to see it. I, I I feel definitely he can pull it off. As I said yesterday on the show, um, I was thinking like, dude, I haven't felt confidence like this. It's fucking Khabib, but I haven't felt confidence or been confident in any of the fighters being able to to beat him and 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 to uh, um, dethrone them. But you know, we we get to see that tomorrow night, and we get to see what happens. Um, and, and, and it's going to be insane to see, uh, it's going to be insane to see it, because if he does pull this off, Khabib is just so fucking strong, dude, he's another level, and, and, and it's just, uh, it's just insane, because he seems so unstoppable, man, he's, he's literally so unstoppable, and, and, and it, like I said yesterday, it was comparison to Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather, I mean, not necessarily unstoppable, he was unbeatable in a way, but, like, like, he, he was just the best defensive fighter. And, and, and it's a little different if you, I mean, it's obviously MMA versus boxing and stuff like that. But, uh, but if you look at the range, like, it wasn't like, oh, man, people are absolutely terrified. It's not like he's a Mike Tyson-like. So that's basically what I'm trying to say. It's not like, oh, he has God-fearing power. He's just the Floyd Mayweather that's super tricky to figure out. How am I going to hit this guy? Everyone's trying to figure out how to hit him. They're not trying to figure out how to fight him. They're trying to wor uh, figure out how to hit him without being hit. Watch this. Let's see this real quick. And it was just like, it was insane how I mean, everyone trying to figure out how to hit him. 
for Khabib, everyone's trying to fucking stop the pressure and crazy takedowns and his his crazy strength that he has over these guys. He's, he no one's been able to stop him. It's insane. Dustin Poirier looks in shape. No matter what happens tomorrow, this will always be a part of Poirier's legacy. He's fighting for the world title against the best guy in the world. I mean, I didn't know if this fight was going to happen. I had anxiety. I didn't know if this was really going to happen, but it's great to see him come back and both of them to fight soon. I'm glad Khabib's back after the Connor stuff. Obviously, it's been a while since that's happened now, and, you know, it's kind of under the under the rug now. It's away. It's in the dust. It's in the past. Championship wait for Khabib. I love these face-offs. They they pump me up so much before the fight and stuff, and just the music and stuff. I don't know if anyone has ever said that, but the music in the background is like, fucking fires me up. Crazy. Right, we step over here, and we will first corral the UFC's interim lightweight champion, Dustin Poirier. Congrats on getting to this point. One more sleep, my man. Your emotions here on the eve of the biggest fight. John Anik's fucking life. awesome. Man, it's been a crazy ride, but tomorrow we get to the pinnacle. Abu Dhabi, this this week has been amazing. The city's beautiful. The people here are beautiful. Thank you all. Tomorrow night, I unify these belts. Leave as the undisputed world champion. Get some rest. We'll see you tomorrow night. The interim champ. And we step over here and talk to the man. Wow. Most of you are here to Khabib's see English definitely has improved over the years, though. I like his broken English. Fucking awesome. First of all, I want to say thank you, Abu Dhabi, and all my fans around the world who come here. Thank you so much, guys. Hear that roar? Tomorrow night, inshallah, I'm ready to go. You know, my weight is good, my shape is good. I train. I love Khabib. 100 days for this fight. Oh. Tomorrow night, I'm gonna defend my title and improving, make history. Thank you so much, guys. Like, if he can't stop him, dude, Khabib's the best of all time, man. There's no. Khabib's up there with George St. Pierre. Khabib is up there with George St. Pierre because of the simple fact that no one's been able to stop him. No one's been able to beat George except for two people. But other than those losses, George came back and beat the hell out of every single other person that that he fought. Excuse me, let me lower my voice because I feel like I was talking over this. That's what kind of like why I don't watch things when I'm on it because like it's kind of loud. But um, yeah, I mean, ever since then he doesn't hasn't um, hasn't lost. I mean, he's come back and looked better than ever. Beat the hell out of, beat the hell out of every single other person that, that Saint Pierre fought, and and Khabib has done the same. They need to fight. What if that fight happened? Khabib versus Saint Pierre. Like if I was over there in Vegas and UFC's headquarters, how are we not talking about these fights? Like I want to make the biggest fights. I'm not holding out on shit. Like I would never. Some of these fights are like some of the biggest fights of all time. You really want to see who the baddest motherfuckers of all time are. But then again, it's legacy and all that, and I can see why it happens. And, you know, George is retired right now, and, um, you know, I noticed how I said right now, because there's, like, this long-ass list of people who come back, say they're retired. Like, at this point, I don't believe people are retired unless, unless like, unless I know, and, like, you can tell. Like, but... You know, there's people that do that and kind of come back. Like, there's some people I didn't want to retire, like Gustafson. I, I would like Gustafson to come back. 
Um, Rumble Johnson's obviously in the in talks to come back too. That will be another big addition to the heavyweight division because, like, think about this. I'm gonna if you're if you're high right now, just fucking imagine this shit. Rumble Johnson versus Ngannou, Francis Ngannou. Are you fucking crazy? Who wins that shit? Who? Who's getting knocked out? Who? Who the fuck's getting knocked out in that fight? If that fight ha oh my god, I don't know what the UFC is thinking. If they're really, I wonder if they're thinking about that, dude. If um, Ngannou doesn't get a title shot next, and D- and the whole thing with DC, if the whole thing with DC and Stipe turns out, that shit would be cool. Like if if it, if it Stipe and DC fight in and Rumble Johnson by that time, if it's been a a, a long amount of time that he's been in the new side of testing pool, maybe they can schedule that 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 fight can happen. Imagine that, dude. Just imagine that. Fucking imagine that shit. I but the last time we imagined uh, a fucking uh, big heavyweight fight, we all got bored to death. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about. It happened. It involved Inganu as well. He was when he fought Derek Lewis. I don't want one of those again. But I, I'm confident in the fact that that wouldn't be. I don't want. I would put money down. Basically, I would put money down on that fight. And uh, to to that fight would not go the distance. UFC embedded. I'm watching that now. That's crazy. I don't think that fight would go the distance. That shit's crazy. There's like no limit to learning how to fight. That's the best part about it. In the fight game, when you're that passionate about it, man, it's just like there's nothing that can stop you. Like, it's crazy. I'm sorry, I'm watching this right now. If anybody who's listening, just hearing a, a vow of silence, it's because I was watching this. individual that can go five hard rounds he's uh, well versed in all areas of combat you know I, I think he, he does everything well I think if there's going to be one weakness that I haven't seen and that's only because the fighters he's fought haven't utilized it as wrestling how are you from Chick? how are you he wasn't a D1 wrestler of any, of, of any nature doesn't mean he can't be at, at that level in MMA but uh, that's one thing that we haven't seen it's only because you know, oh, you'll see his takedown defense. Don't you worry, baby. I cannot go to the octagon with underestimate my opponent. That would be crazy if Khabib lost, dude. First, a lot of people say he don't have a chance. My opinion is the tough opponent, big experience. They have more than 20 fights in UFC. A lot of big wins. You know. Dustin's the most legitimate opponent that he's fought, too. Lately, as of late. You know, Habib, he's I mean, Connor was kind of over the hill. I get, I, I mean, I get annoyed talking about Connor in these kinds of conversations. What the fuck? What did I push? I pushed the wrong shit. I was like, I was literally like just pushing the wrong thing. Fucking ads and shit. Fuck. I was watching that and I lost my spot. Dustin does everything well. You know, no, I wasn't on that part. 
We're like back. This one's probably hella boring because I'm fucking watching shit. But it's it's like I'm talking as I'm watching. So if you really fuck with me, you'll listen to it. or fucking pay attention. Because I know some people get bored hella easy too. Damn, fucking Abu Dhabi is so beautiful, dude. Oh, I really wish I could go. One more day. What's Dustin doing? A real veteran move. This guy wraps his own hands. Only you and Andre are the guys that do that. Kind of like jerking off. You know how to do it best. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I wasn't expecting him to say that. <laughs> it's kind of like jerking off. You do it the best. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no scissors. Oh, that's Fucking Dustin, dude. That shit was hella funny. Some of the comments and shit are hella funny. <laughs> oh, man. These comments are crazy. That's what I do. I, like, read a lot of the comments, and some of them are hella funny. Tony Ferguson is the type of guy to say, Azamata lick him while crossing himself in a Jewish synagogue. <laughs> These are fucking stupid, dude. <laughs> Funny stupid, though. Tony Ferguson is a, is the type of guy to interview Joe Rogan about potential fights with Dana. Tony, Tony Ferguson is the type of guy to baptize kids by waterboarding them. <laughs> That's just crazy. Um... <laughs> that makes you like Tony more for some reason because he's fucking crazy awesome that shit's crazy Dustin looks sharp too, man. A lot of those funny hats in the streets after this one. Fuck, I love Dustin, dude. I, I fucking hope he wins tomorrow, man. I'm betting on Dustin. Edson looks sharp. I don't know, man. I think Edson can take this one, dude, actually. Thinking about it, I, th I think Edson has it. He's faster. He's quick. He looks sharp. 
he looks good. He's one of those guys to went up and down. You can you can um, you can come back and win when you, when you count him out. That's when he comes back. It's not like he's getting stopped. I mean, he got obviously lost his fight with Gaethje, but um, he. What is it? So he, he he's one of those guys. Like he's not done. He's not always getting starched and getting beaten. Like he's gotten he's lost to some really good guys, like some of the best in the world. But like it's not like he's done. Like he's fighting good guys on top of that, and he's just so good. I mean, he's one of those rare guys. Like he he's he's never out of a fight. So now that's fight I'm really definitely enjoying. Like as I was watching him hit those pads, I was like, geez, he looks fast and he looks quick. I mean, obviously look a little skinny because of the weight cuts and stuff, but now the weight's over. They have a chance to rehydrate, and I'm pretty sure he's gonna be that fast. And the fact that he's training at American Top Team is amazing too, because he's already been a very amazing striker i mean doing all those wheel kicks and you know being a top contender but ever since that move to american top team i've noticed that a lot of his fights you know he's looked good he's looked good you know there's been some excellent performance out of out of those um fight cards out of those fight uh from that fight camp and stuff and he's looked phenomenal you know other than like the last few the fights that he's lost and stuff but you know those are against top tier guys and stuff and you know there's no shame in that so like I said, it'll be an interesting fight. I can't wait to see that one tomorrow night. That's crazy. I got some uh, boiled eggs, too, to eat later on. Like, I like to, you know, it gives you energy and shit like that. So, I have to eat those. Like, I eat those for breakfast. I like to stay energized. Like, I have, I have a bunch of energy throughout the day, too. So, it's like, I don't ever really get tired. But, uh, but it's okay, though. Because, um, anyways. Oh, yeah, I was going to watch something, too. Uh-huh. Probably gonna be boring again because I'm gonna be watching something. Um, no. Um, let me see. I was gonna point something out real quick. I don't know what I'm gonna do today. I mean, there's no fights tomorrow. Um, probably actually, uh, um, Oh yeah, I was probably I'm probably like gonna binge watch all day. That's what I do on my days off when I'm like at home. I don't ever go out or party or I mean I party, but not not, not in the fucking morning or anything. But not like I have fun and stuff. But like I stay at home most of the time and just chill. When I'm not in the gym. I just chill. Stay at home. Stay out of trouble. Hang out. Go on Twitter. But I don't, like stay on it all the time. I mean, there's periods of the time of the day that I, I go on, but. I go on pretty much, like, all, all the time, and there's not a day that I don't go on Twitter, and sometimes I get kind of bored unless there's some interesting shit to talk about, because, like, if you follow all the media, social media, and different people, they're always talking about the same things, reporting the same things, like, stuff we already know, like, I'm waking up seeing it as if, as if it was breaking news already, dude, I'm just like, come on, man. Why does it say I have a message on Twitter? I don't even. I don't like speaking on Twitter. I go and open it as I was speaking. Um, damn, this Twitter's hella behind. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's really nothing. Everyone's talking about the fights. Uh,
can we just get both? I just came across a poll or a little picture on the uh, on ESPN MMA's Twitter. Which pairing do you want to see headline on MSG on November 2nd? Usman versus Covington, Masvidal Diaz. How about all four of them, dude? These M- these la- that last MSG card was shit, dude. Like the biggest MSG card was the one with Connor on it. To be honest, why don't just why don't they just put all of them? I don't get what the hell they're holding. What's holding up? Like what's the like what are they what's what's the hold up here? Why can't we get Covington versus Usman? Why is that in jeopardy? Is it because of Usman? Is it because of Covington? We truly don't know. We will never know. So when that happens, it gives fans and all these people speculate what the fuck's happening. Oh. He's scared of who, or he doesn't want this fight. All this bullshit. I don't fuck with all the... I don't try to guess what's going on. That's why I don't judge people when it comes to these fights. I'm, I'm putting it on the UFC. Because at the end of the day, they didn't do anything to make it happen. Or they tried to, and nothing. It didn't work. But it's business. It's behind the scenes. And it's our jobs to, obviously, know if these fights are on. And uh, get a chance to talk about them like we are now. But, you know... Uh, what's this? Yeah, so it's like, it's whatever. But, I mean, it's all good, though. It's a, I mean, I know we're going to get a fight. Or we're going we're gonna to get something. We just want to know. That's the only thing that matters. Like, we just want to know who, who's going to fight. If it's going to be Masvidal. And... Diaz or Masvidal versus Usman? Why don't this make Masvidal versus Usman? If that if Diaz is a hard one to get, I know he wants to fight as soon as possible. As cra- as crazy as it sounds, like Diaz, he, show him the money, show them the money. They want to get paid for it. There's nothing wrong with that. I understand that one hundred percent. Um, it could be negotiations. It could be all that, man. It's it's most likely negotiations. For Cole on Colby's side, because a lot of people want to see Colby versus Usman, including myself too, but it's a money thing. I don't, I don't know. We haven't seen him fight. Um, since the, since he won the interim title. Ooh, sorry. If you guys wonder why I said that, I was just fucking looking at some news or some ASAP Rocky's Swedish lawyer shot in the head and chest in in Stockholm. Damn, son. He must have been mad that ASAP Rocky was able to go back to America with no jail time. (laughs) Damn, that shit sucks, bro. The comments are brutal. Oh, fuck. What does it say? A prominent Swedish lawyer who represented ASAP Rocky in his Stockholm assault case has been shot in the head and chest in an ambush attack. Henrik Olsa Linja was living in his apartment building in downtown Stockholm before 9 this morning when a gunman approached him and shot him in the head. Someone said, what the fuck in the comments? Jesus Christ, that's how we they rockin' in Sweden. Uh, if any artist plan on going to Sweden, best cancel now. This world is fucked. What kind of Swedish mob shit is this? Yeah, government type shit. Oh, fuck, dude. 
taken out. I mean, ASAP Rocky goes uh, back. They're probably pissed that he got, was able to go back or some shit, dude. They do shit like that. Let me tell you, it's like in another country. There's some ruthless shit going on in those other countries, dude. Like, you get locked up in a Swedish jail. You get locked up in a Mexican jail. Like, you fuck up in another another country, and you're from America, you may not be able to go back. They'll hold you there, motherfucker. That's the shit that's crazy. Uh, Joe Rogan just had uh, Neil DeGrasse Tyson on. I'm reading the comments. A lot of people didn't seem to like this one. I don't know why. Fuck. Damn. Ooh. Ooh, this one doesn't look like it's gonna be good. I mean, I like I like Neil deGrasse Tyson, but just hearing him, just hearing what, reading the comments and stuff. I don't know. I'm still gonna listen to it. They're just they're, you never know. I, mean, I want to see actually now. It's kind of funny, but dude, that fucking Swedish lawyer getting shot in the head like that. What the fuck? prominent what does prominent mean that's like is that because he was able is that the dude that's responsible for him getting out he's not facing in jail time he got charged but he's not facing jail time it was a bullshit case to begin with that she you shouldn't have even been locked up for that shit some bullshit kind of crazy dude yeah it seems like they're really I mean, I mean, it, I'm not. The thing is, I'm not surprised that that happened. I mean, it's crazy to think about, but um, I didn't like. You think about it. Aesop Rocky just got out of jail, avoided jail time in Sweden. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's responsible of the judge. The the judge. I mean, I don't know. The court case happened, and I guess he goes without without it. Um, and. Uh, he escaped basically escaped jail time and you know from what i read and what what people were saying that the the conditions in there were very fucking terrible like what happened antonio brown's not in the building today he won't be practicing uh i don't have any more information for you right now and when i have some and it becomes appropriate you guys all get it i promise you but that's it for today thank you what happened? I don't even fucking follow football. Nicki Minaj announces she's retiring and having a baby. Good for you. Have a good day. This one's fucking crazy. Uh, Mac Miller's alleged drug dealer charged for supplying deadly pills. Mac Miller was supplied deadly fentanyl-laced pills that directly contributed to his death, according to federal prosecutors who just filed charges against his alleged dealer. Charges came down Wednesday against 28-year-old Cameron James Petit, funny last name, who feds allegedly supplied the rapper with counterfeit oxycodone pills that contained fentanyl in a new 42-page criminal complaint out of the Central District of California. Per the docs, prosecutors claim Mac had asked Petit 
for Perks, short for Percocet, a prescribed painkiller full of oxycodone, and that the dealer ended up supplying pills that contributed to max overdose death last year. That was last year. It seems like hella long ago. Um, that's crazy, dude. So, I mean, if you look around his death, and, like, the look, if you go back to, if you follow Mac Miller, if you, if you guys even, fuck you, dude, what the hell, the thing scared me, I have my phone on, on pause or whatever, um, but if you follow Mac Miller's death, and you follow his music, if you, nobody knows who the fuck I'm talking about, Mac Miller is a, a famous uh, rap artist, or was a famous rap artist, very popular amongst younger people, younger generation, 90s generation, and, you know, real, real fun guy, we smoked a lot of weed, you know, he's in the movie, uh, uh, I forgot the name of the movie, but he was with us, did a movie, had a, uh, a part with Snoop Dogg. Cabin in the Woods, that part, if you remember, if you get, if you get that reference and stuff, and you, I was, I think it was like Scary Movie or, or something like that, what was that movie called, pull that up, Jamie, oh, I'm kidding, <laughs> that, that's, the, uh, what was it, Cabin in the Woods, that's just my, that's just my, uh, reference, that's how I looked it up, I just Google searched it real quick, Uh, okay, what's the name? I'm trying to get the name of the movie because I don't fucking like not knowing shit. Um, Cabin in the Woods. Mac Miller. I hope you guys are enjoying this episode. I mean, this is an episode of segments too, by the way. I'm not. This is episode 200, motherfuckers. Episode 200 is next week. We're talking about post-fight stuff when it comes to Khabib versus Poirier. This one will be an episode of segments. No way in hell is this episode um uh this isn't an episode because like this one's so off topic and we're just, we're just like chilling randomly. So just like a regular episode of the podcast. Um just having fun. What's the name of that movie? What's the fucking name? Oh, scary! Yeah, what's scary movie? See, I was overthinking it. Um, yeah, scary movie five. But yeah, so the dude supplied him with some pills that weren't the pills that he asked for, I guess. But why would he keep taking them? Deadly pills. Deadly fentanyl. Damn. I mean, I'm not really like a fucking scientist or uh, a, a doctor, but I don't. I mean, fentanyl is deadly. Um, and oof, that's crazy. That guy's fucked. Twenty eight, twenty eight years old. Counterfeit. So they're fake pills. And he took them, and he died. Maybe he he's used to taking a certain amount of pills, or he had pills. That he when he took the regular pills that he usually would take, he probably took a large a good amount of them, and fucking probably blew his head off or something. Not literally, but like it probably took a large amount and something that was laced like that. It was laced. It 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 wasn't the normal pills. It was laced. You can overdose from regular pills and shit like that, but the, that shit was laced and something that's oh man that dude's fucked. If it's laced, I mean that's gonna double. Whatever it is, and that's, that could kill you. That definitely could kill you, and that probably is what killed him. I don't know. I mean, there's conspiracies everywhere. I mean, if you look at the last uh, 
Instagram post or Snapchat post. It was like the, the last song that he ever posted and stuff. And, uh, and, uh, it was just like the last moment was like the saddest moment of his life. And it was like, almost like if he knew he was going to be gone. Like a lot of fans speculated that and stuff too. We're still talking about, uh, Mac Miller and stuff. What's this one? What's this video? Yeah, I've just been moving, doing my own thing. I'm no longer in members only. I'm not. I love them niggas to death. I love every nigga. I love everybody who's been in members only and who's not in members only or who's in members only. Anybody in this music shit, I got love for it. And I got so much love for anybody who's trying to better their life. Yeah, I've just been moving, doing Kroger and Walmart are requesting customers no longer carry firearms into their store. Where the fuck is Kroger? What is Kroger? Who is this nigga? Um, I don't know. Kroger's a store or something? I don't know. Um. You know what's driving me crazy is that no one's talked about what's happened with Kevin Hart lately. Um, if you guys do know, please tell me you know who Kevin Hart is, but he did get into uh, well, well, a wreck. Not a wreck, like with another car. There was a guy driving. It wasn't Kevin Hart, but Kevin was involved in an accident. A really devast not a, a real devastating one, but, um, you know, it was potentially very, very threatening. Life th not uh, life-threatening, but very severe. What the fuck was that bullshit? Oh, what the hell? Oh, it's an it's because it's a fucking Android. It's a piece of shit. I just use it to fuck around and use and go on Twitter when I'm not using my when I'm charging my iPhone. iPhone's like the best of all time, so. So how, it drives me crazy that no one's talked about it or provided any updates. Uh. Wait, what's this one? My reason for doing this is because I know I do this well. When you have a voice and you simply say this, there is no back and forth about what this is. Nothing else needs to be said. So, so when all that shit gets started about, but he's not, but they said, you now don't give a fuck because your sentence. Fuck, I hope he's okay, man. He's one of the best of all in the world. Let's see. Hmm. I'm just reading. crazy I'm gonna tweet out something any news on the conditions usually we have updates on shit like this come on Twitter that's literally what I said. 
lie down. Sorry. Emoji that shit. I'm gonna put hell emojis. Well, I like emojis. I use them a lot. Let's see if I hashtag it. Maybe people will. Someone will reply to it. Maybe like randomly sees it. There we go. So what are they saying? He's homophobic. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. It's like, why the fuck is everyone tripping? You just got in a car crash right now. I'm like, everyone's attacking him when he got in a car crash. Someone's like, why couldn't it have been Antonio Brown in a car crash instead of Kevin Hart? He represents the worst mankind has to offer. What the hell? I want to see that video again. I guess, uh, if you guys know, artist Little Nas X came out as a as gay a long time ago, and he's got, uh, not like a long time, maybe like a few months ago or something, but he got a, um, a lot of flack from it, from the from the fans, from social media, from people, and you know, there's a whole bunch of weird ass shit, racial shit going on, I don't pay attention to all this bullshit, but I guess that everyone's attacking him, that's what people do nowadays, but uh, let me see what happened, uh, I'm trying to, I'm just going to read, see what it is. Hmm. All we heard is his back injuries. Fuck, I hope he's not like paralyzed or something. Um, a lot of fun things. One thing I really enjoyed was Dave Chappelle's. I'm still actually watching it, so I have to watch it again. Or continue to keep watching it, but uh, Dave Chappelle's uh, new special. Oh, fuck. Talk about laughing, dude. That's some shit right there. I'll be laughing so fucking hard. All you would do is hear me laugh on here, man. If I was watching that shit while doing a podcast, I would probably wouldn't even do a podcast. I will probably fucking laugh the whole damn time. That's how I was when I watched... Um, that's how I was when I watched uh, Good Boys in theaters. If you've seen that, the movie's fucking good. Sticks and Stones, that shit... People are so sensitive nowadays. It's a little funny. That's just that's just crazy. Like people are hella soft nowadays. Like can't joke about anything. The pull up shit you posted hell long ago. People are freaking uh, homophobic. That shit's stupid, man. Why don't you just accept everyone for how they came? I don't judge people because who in the fuck am I to judge anyone in the world? Someone could judge me, and I wouldn't like it. So who am I to judge someone? I don't judge. I mean, I have a home. I have gay friends or gay. I know of gay people, and they're the coolest people ever. It's, I mean, the only thing that that I don't like. I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not that way. I support people that are though. But just don't try that weird, like weird shit with me though. Like have respect for have respect for me as a person. Don't you know? We're just just. It's all about respect. That's all it is. I support every single person. Um, doesn't matter if you're black, white, or from somewhere else. I mean. I don't give a fuck where you come from, man. I accept everyone. I'm not racist. I don't... None of that shit, man. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy that a lot of the problems people are worrying about aren't actual. I mean, their communication and, you know, people, like, in history and shit, world, world problems, racism, I mean, separate countries and shit, everyone's kind of divided, um... 
I mean, if you look at all the issues, I mean, it seems like we worry too much about shit that we shouldn't be worrying about. Like, we should worry about climate change and 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 techno technological stuff. I mean, you know, the reducing the uses usage of plastic, vegan recycling, r- regular shit, man. Not not like bullshit. That's why I said I don't really keep up. I mean, I know of the problems and shit. But I don't fucking like, oh, I'm not deep into it. I just find it hilarious when people go at each other on the internet and just, just like, everyone's so sensitive and, you know, they talk shit to each other on the internet. It's so funny. I don't do that. I don't talk shit. I mean, I don't. Well, that's some very bad news for the people in the front rows. I heard that some of you paid as much as $800 for your tickets. <laughs> Sad they did this same show a couple weeks ago in Atlanta. For sixty dollars a head, can you imagine? <laughs> Nigga, you could have flown to Atlanta, got a hotel, had some dinner, and came back, and you still have a little money left over, niggas. <laughs> Paid way too much just to see me in this gay ass neighborhood. <laughs> All right, let me roll up my sleeves and tell these pussy jokes. Oops, sorry. I'm skipping it to where it's like I'm. Trying, I'm just gonna like look at a quick little highlights. I just want to laugh a little bit. That shit's hella funny. That's why. Like. Why the fuck is it taking so long to load? Hurry up! I hate when shit loads hella slow. When you're like really trying to watch it, and then when you're not trying to watch it, and you're just casually there with your phone and just looking through shit, but when you're really trying to watch something, it gets all the fucking like slow and shit. I hate that shit so much, dude. It's so annoying. Androids suck. That's why I don't fuck with Androids like that. But, um, anyways. <sighs> this is not gonna load, then I'm not gonna watch it. I always watch on Netflix. I mean, I was watching it on Netflix, but I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna probably watch it on like the smart TV or some shit. Yes, we have a smart TV. It's 2019, and it's probably faster too. So, who knows? That shit's hilarious, though. <sighs> Are you guys bored? Usually we talk about, like, fights and stuff, but all this shit gets boring, but, yeah. Anyways, I hope you guys did enjoy today's episode of Segments. kind of awkward. We're kind of, like, off-topic, like, chilling and stuff. Uh, but it's pretty fucking funny and pretty fucking hilarious to to, uh, to, to get on and, and, and do stuff like that. But um, that's why I get excited, and it's so much fun. Because, like, you don't have to sit and talk about one thing all the damn time. and shit gets boring. You got to switch it up, change it up, do things different, get a little entertainment in there. I mean, I would watch the whole special with you guys, but uh, no, I, I think I'm good. <laughs> that's, that's, that will take way too long. It's like an hour and something long. Like We've already been um, on for like almost 30, 40 minutes, so I figured that. I just should have done one more episode before fight week. Like I said, episode 200 of uh, Kicking It With The King definitely will be big because of the results of this fight, these these fights this weekend, tomorrow night, um, live on pay-per-view, uh, UFC 242. 
Um, then I obviously we'll have something big to talk about because regardless of that history will be uh, will be defined by on Saturday. More so if Dustin Poirier wins, but if Khabib wins, we still have a lot of stuff to talk about. May not have as much to talk about as we would, but uh, you know we will we'll have something great to talk about. But I'm confident in Dustin, and I think it will be amazing to see what happens. So can't wait. Thank you guys for tuning in, man. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at G the King MMA. Um, follow our podcast page at KWTK Pod on Instagram as well and Twitter. Gabe Facebook.com, excuse me, dot Facebook.com slash Gabriel the King Hernandez as well, folks. I can't wait. They have a scream season on Netflix too, by the way. What the fuck? But anyways, have a good day. Have a good weekend and enjoy the fights, folks. G the King out.